Welcome to Desca Lady Ada. Hey everybody, and welcome to Desca Lady Ada. We are doing a Saturday evening broadcast uh, instead of a Sunday, because tomorrow evening we are, we're are booked for some stuff. So we thought we would do a late night uh, check-in tonight, see sure. what's going on on my desk. We've got all sorts of news and updates. I have news and updates. Do you want to give them the news and updates and I'll do the electronics? I do. Um, here's what we're doing. Um, I have an update. Well, first let me say, what did we do this week? So on Tuesday... Um, I think we mentioned that we were going to do some food bank stuff, so we uh, volunteered at Feeding NYC. We have uh, some stuff on our YouTube page and more if you're interested in feedingnyc.org. Um, I did turkeys and box demolition. <laughs> there was uh, 8,500 turkeys, I think, altogether. Yeah. And so those goes to all the homeless shelters around New York City. And then on Thursday, um, before we had some Thanksgiving dinner. Um, Lady Ada uh, and I went to see a team member who was recovering from surgery in the hospital. And um, this is the basket the team made. Here's Lady Ada outside the, the place. And here's uh, Roxanne. Roxanne's been with us for almost like 10 years. Um, and we went and visited Roxanne and uh, our entire team sent their love and well wishes and more. So we did that, and then if you notice on the right-hand side... Trader Joe's Snacks. Yeah, if you notice on the right-hand side here, we have a PowerBook 180. So um, archive.org fixed the issue with the Prince floppy. Um, there was a naming issue. So for the folks who tuned in last week, this is fixed. So you can go to archive.org and just search for Prince floppy, and you'll be able to see this disk that we recovered the data off of. Um, and you'll dash had one, and this is when Prince changed the name to the artist, artist formerly known as Prince. And... Uh, you have this cool symbol on it. There's a tiff, a re real neat story behind it, and more. So those are the that's the news for this week. And then today, uh, I got a chance to um, work with the team, and we got a bunch of orders out. Thank you, everyone. Um, Adafruit was pretty quiet for some of the manufacturing, but we were still doing lots of stuff. Uh, big uh, rounds of receiving and pallets came in. Puppets there to help. And uh, here's my uh, just got finished shipping. Uh, running around selfie that's mandatory yeah. nowadays. So take it away, Lady Ada, what's going on this week? Okay, it's this week. We, um, yeah, it's been both a short week and a long week. Um, short week because, of course, uh, we were closed on Thursday and, and uh, yesterday a lot of people uh, took the day off. Um, but also meant I got some time to really sit down and work on some prototypes that I've been uh, meaning to wrap up. So I worked on the ESP32-S2 Cutie Pie. Um, let's go to the overhead and I can show it off. All right, let me get it over. Yeah. Overhead mode. Um, so we've got, you know, historically the um, SAMD21 version and the RP2040. Um, these are both based off of the Seed Shao pinout. Um, they made this board called the Shao with the SAMD21. And I thought it was really cute, but it was just missing, um, you know, a STEMIQT connector that would let it uh, plug into many sensors and, and displays and other I2C devices. We just love these little plug and play. Um, cables uh, that's you know uh, SparkFun came up with. So this is actually kind of interesting. It's like a merging of uh, a seed board design and a SparkFun um, standard for I2C sensors. Uh, but we see good ideas uh, and we're like, let's use them. Um, that's my policy. So um, having done a 7021, which is good, and then when the RP2040 came out, um, we made a double-sided version that's like nice and powerful with the new RP2040. I thought it'd be cool to make a version with the ESP32 S2, um, which is the ESP32 chip that has native USB um, and Wi-Fi, so it's, a, it's you know it would be a nice little upgrade. That's like you know 
Cortex M0, like dual core Cortex M0, like high speed. Circuit Python uh, runs really well on this one. And then um, the ESP32 S2 would, would make a great board. And then, of course, the S3, when they have chips available, I'll um, respin this, this design for the S3 as well. So the S2, um, what I was waiting for is this particular chip, which actually ended up um, de-soldering uh, from a module, is the ESP32 S2 R4N2, or maybe it's the N4R2. It's one or the other. And it's the version that has built-in four megabytes of flash and two megabytes of PSRAM. And you really want that PSRAM. Like, I designed this board before the PSRAM version chip was available, and I didn't release it because it's like, you know, until you have PSRAM, it's like this chip is not... In CircuitPython, it's not that usable. Like, you can do some things, but it's really, really hard um, because the internal memory is only, like, 300 or 400K or 500K. And that's a lot of RAM, but, like, the minute you do SSL and you're, like, getting JSON data from the Internet, you run through it very quickly. And so, um, thankfully, there's now this version, like I said, which has, you know, this chip has the flash and RAM into it. It's, it's, a, it's a package that's bonded inside. Um, so that's really neat. I really like this Espresso did that because it means that... Um, you know, I can make this uh, this design here, which is double-sided, yes, because, I, again, I really want to have that semi-QT connector and the two buttons, and then before you know it, there's, there's really no space for a chip on the top, so I'd rather just do double-sided. So there's the ESP32-S2, 0402 capacitors and resistors and the crystal and all that stuff, and then you can see this little uh, opened-up area. This is where the antenna comes out on the other side through the board. Um, to make the, uh, the antenna, um, uh, launch antenna. And we actually uh, covered this antenna on the Great Search a few months ago. It's a 2.4 gigahertz uh, mini antenna. We use this on the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. Um, it's a perfectly fine antenna and uh, it works nicely enough. And then on the top, we got a NeoPixel uh, boot and reset and then uh, a QT connector. So this is actually set up to be a um, demo with Adafruit IO. See if we can get this demo up and running. Um, so you've got here, uh, you know, I squared C OLED. It's connecting to uh, Adafruit IO and it's um, writing temperature and humidity data. And then uh, if I go to uh, the uh, computer, I've got here the dashboard um, that uh, it, you know is showing the data being sent. And then if I um, if I hit this button, you can see here this, you know, this reacts to the, to the button press. Um, so that's how I know it. it it's working nicely. Uh, Human temperature data um, transmitting just fine. So this is a good demo because it's like, it's Wi-Fi, it's SSL, you know, it's sending data very quickly. So it's a good um, test. Now, you know, yeah, the antenna is not um, super powerful, but I'll show I have, a, I have another option um, for those who want it. So the next thing that we have to do is... Um, do the silkscreen design, uh, and and Phil B uh, does our silkscreen design. So this is kind of what he he came up with. Nice. He exports the the Gerber's and then draws them. Illustrator he has a one minute video that he's done on the process, and then he posted this. And I was yeah, the top is is sort of standard. Um, there, it's very similar to the other ones. And the bottom, it's mostly like a game of like what can you fit where. Um, oh, this version because I figured some people might want to run this off the battery. I put a little battery input pads on the bottom. So. Trying to stick with that, you know, shout pin out, but not, um, but still uh, add more capability. And then um, 
we chatted and we were like, okay, let's just change the, the Adafruit, you know, logo a little bit. Um, but then, you know, I'm basically going to take the silk screen, import the bitmap into Eagle CAD and then, um, export it to, um, uh, you know, the Gerber files to send off. And what's interesting about this design is um, I'm going with a four layer design, which I've never done before. Uh, usually I would do a two layer. And if I'm using something like a module, like an ESP32 module, I will do um, a, four, a two layer design because the module itself has a ground plane. But because I'm using the chip here, um, and the prototype is a two layer, but because it's a chip, and there's no, you know, the ground plane is, is really cut up by all the components. Like, even if you have ground on both sides, it's never quite enough. And, you know, there's not a lot of capacitance on the board because it can only fit, like, two or three big um, caps on the 3.3-volt line. And you really need a lot of capacitance to, to deal with the, the Wi-Fi signal. I actually designed this as a four-layer board. And I try not to do four-layer boards because they're more expensive and they take longer. Um, there's just more risk with them, but this board is really small, so I don't think the cost is going to be very much, and I don't think it's going to increase the the time it's going to take to make PCBs. Like maybe I'll take a week instead of three days or whatever, um, which is still fine. And I think it's worth it because again, it's a chip, not a module. The module has its own ground plane, and the chip, of course, is just a chip. So you have to provide um, your own. So layer two is ground, layer three is 3.3 volts, and I have signal on top and bottom. And there's still a little bit of a, you know, a ground plane, but, um, you know, as much as possible, I punch through um, into, the, uh, into the inner layer. So it's going to be really exciting because I've never done a, a four-layer uh, board um, order, but, like, I think this is a good one to do it with. All right. Uh, any, uh, any questions? No, I would just say that uh, folks were wondering how the double-sided would be, so quite dense. And it then, is quite yes, it dense. Is the new cutie pie. Yeah, it's dense, but you know, I, I like to, um, I, you know, I kind of like to fit everything that makes sense to fit in. Um, and I think, you know, having the two buttons and the USB-C and the STEM IQT connector especially is quite large. I mean, it's a very small connector, but it's, it's large compared to a lot of components. So it's double-sided, but you know, I find that you, first off, you could always, you know, have a cutout if you're doing castellated pads, but a lot of people aren't using the castellated pads, to be honest. A lot of people um, are, are they're, they're happy to solder it in with headers, and of course there's, there's header pads. Um, so the only thing is, you know, yeah, the, the antenna is kind of small, um, so I made an alternate version. Let's go back to the overhead. Sure. Um, and uh, this version has a... UFL connector, and so we stock in the shop these little UFL to um, Wi-Fi antenna thingies. And um, uh, let's see if I can unplug this. Right. I have uh, I have other questions. Yeah, go for questions. Okay, uh, I can do this one. Does this have to be FCC certified? No, because it's uh, a prototyping board. But if you need to use it in something, you should make sure you work with an expert who will talk to you about certification. Yes, if you put in a product, you have to certify it. This, yeah. is, this is a development board. Um, I, I probably will but try it, to get this FCC certified eventually. But we it's not do FCC attached. certification. You can look at some yeah. of our boards. Um, next up, uh, how much, if any, do you use the auto router? I not use the auto router for this. I always I always work by hand. I don't even know if there's an auto router, auto router in Eagle Cat anymore. Anyways. I don't know either. Yeah. Okay. And, anything uh, else? Uh, now folks seem to like the board. Okay, great. Um, What's next? Okay, so just showing uh, if we go to the overhead, uh, sorry, the computer. 
yeah. I can show that, you know, with the antenna, um, you know, I can see it if it's the, the local, uh, I'll move this to the side. Um, you know, I'm getting, you know, 50, uh, negative 50, the, the smaller the number, sorry, the larger the number, negative, the better. And, and so, um, you know, my spectrum Wi-Fi, I think that's our, that's our local Wi-Fi hotspot. That's 55. Um, this is pretty good. You know, I, I think, um, you know, if you can always use a bigger antenna, if you really want, um, better signal, but I think this is okay. And I get, I think also, again, when I update this to be uh, four layer, that might help a little bit too, but you know, I can always revise it. So I'm going to send out these PCBs. Um, but I thought I would do the great search because I thought actually people might be interested in Here UFO connectors. Where in the world is that part I need? The great search with DigiKey. All right, the great search brought to you by DigiKey and Adafruit. Every single week, Lady Ada uses all of her powers of engineering to show you how to search for things on digikey.com. Thank you, DigiKey. What is the great search? This week, Lady Ada. Okay, so this week we're doing a UFL connector. So let's go to the overhead real fast and I'll show it off because it's, it's mm -hmm. small. Um, so for this design, uh, you know, I have a version that has a little mini uh, 2.4 gigahertz antenna. It's a very small antenna. Uh, and it's, you know, it's okay. Like they're, these, are, these are really uh, cute little antennas from uh, Johansson. But um, if you want a bigger antenna, you can always go with a UFL connector. Now there's not space for both, but I can make two versions of the board um, one of each. So this version has a UFL connector and UFL connectors are, or, you know, I think technically they're micro FL. I think the U is micro, but I, I call them UFLs. Um, so these are a standard, uh, connector type. Uh, this is what the bottom looks like. And then on the top, it's got this little ring and inside is the center. And these are, these are really good for, I think up to six gigahertz. Um, they're extremely small. They're extremely common. They're good for like maybe like 50, up to 50, like 10 to 50 uh, weak connections. Now you're not meant to like unplug and plug them, but you, you can do like 50 um, reconnects with them. And then you, know, you can get uh, like, this is a little antenna that has a UFL connector already on it. Um, there's also UFL to SMA connectors. Maybe I'll, I'll try to find those as well. But these are these are really common and, and they're, they're well understood like when you see these people are like oh, I know what that is that's an RF connector um, uh, so you'll see these a lot on dev boards we use them a lot on dev boards but you'll also see them on other dev boards and also sometimes you'll see modules that have UFL connectors um, that said they don't have um, strain relief so you know one of the things you have to watch out for is if you do use them unlike SMA where there's like a screw type things in and you know you can you can uh, keep it from yanking out there's really these parts you can snap the antenna in and it is a little bit um you know it's a little bit solid and it turn it you know it can twist but yeah they pop out pretty easily too so just just keep that in mind um that if you want to have something with ufl like it, it can rip off fairly easily you know it's not a through hole connector it's purely smt okay so let's go to Again, I'll show you. There's a lot of options available. Um, so, yeah, they're called UFL, so small UFL connector, and they're going to be under RF um, connectors. Oh, you know what? I think you have to do U.FL. 
that's the technical name for them. I again, I usually leave the dot out, but usually you normally would. Um, so you can see there's connectors and cable assemblies. Um, let's just check out cable assemblies really fast so you can see. Um, you know, you can get UFL to like anything adapters. So that's that's another thing. Oftentimes you don't have space for like MMCX or SMA or whatever, um, but you can get you know connectors of adapters of all sorts. So you see these are very standard. Um, you see pigtails, so you can connect your own things. Um, UFL to UFL, so um, quite nice. I guess they're sometimes called UMCC as well. That's another name for them. So um, if you do want to make a, get an adapter, uh, check out here, and then you can um, pick you know B and C you know if you want uh, for the other side. Okay, great. So uh, that said, back at connectors, um, we can see that you know these are actually kind of like immediately it pops up. So um, I don't think this is yeah I guess this is a through hole version which I've, which I've never seen before. Um, but you want you know UFL series. So let's look for active, um, you know, UFL. Uh, these all look fine. I think, you know, gigahertz, you know, we want uh, three to nine gigahertz. I will say, oh, something changed with the DigiKey search, by the way. If you um, select things now, um, it will, um, if it's not, a, if, the, if it changes what's available, you'll see, like, because I selected through hole, um, a lot of the options are no longer available. So it shows you what else got filtered out. So this is new, because this wasn't here, like, last week, because I use DigiKey Search, like, every week. Um, but it is nice to see, like, without having to filter, you can quickly see, like, what are you going to lose out of? So if you have multiple things that you're searching for, um, that can help. So let's do the surface mount. And, yeah, lots of options. So... You know, you can sort by price. Um, these are, you know, they're pennies, pretty much. Um, the first one that came up that looked fine to me was this from TE, uh, Connectivity. They make good connectors. They have, you know, 150,000 in stock. So you don't have to worry about not being able to get these. Not affected by a silicon shortage. But there are also, also um, other vendors available. Um, the only thing I'll make a note of, the last thing to, to mention uh, with UFL connectors before we get back to questions is, uh, there isn't a photo of the bottom, but let me see, I think we took a photo of the bottom. No, we didn't. So on the bottom, there's two contacts, but only one of them actually feeds through. Um, and just remember when you do your footprint for that, um, to make sure you don't accidentally get the part rotated because it looks like it's symmetric, but it's actually not. Um, on the bottom, there's only one pad that feeds into uh, the antenna input. And if you get that wrong, as, as I have before, um, you have to rework all your boards because the antenna isn't going in. So um, if you do um, use these, one of the tests you might want to do is, is when you're doing the assembly test, because it's, again, visually you can't tell that it's wrong. Um, have someone plug in an antenna and check the um, RSSI, the signal strength, to make sure that they um, didn't flip it around 180. That's that's a um, tip for you from someone who's made this mistake before. I am. Yep. All right. Any. Uh, and that's a great search. Let's do questions. So yes. let me uh, roll the outro. Where in the world is that part I need? The great search with DJK. All right. So here's some questions. Uh, 
Will this support, this is a board you said before, BLE and CircuitPython and or Arduino? This will support Arduino and CircuitPython. It does already. It doesn't have BLE because the chip doesn't have BLE. But the S3 chip, which is like slowly coming out, uh, might be a, a drop-in replacement. So, you know, when that's available and has PSRAM, that does have BLE support. Okay. Um, Tigerbrit says, yay. Uh, you fell on Adafruit board. I really like to... Uh, particle feather boards for my longer range Wi-Fi Bluetooth stuff because of their yeah. external antenna capabilities. Yes, okay. exactly. And then um, next up, uh, what's the nominal range for the for the non-UFL? It's it's hard to tell because it depends on what's on the other side, but I think it should still be like at least fifty feet. Yeah. From the the access point. I mean, I have to compare it with the other the feather with a built-in antenna to check the RSSI, which you know it does. It's affected by a lot of things, um, but the signal doesn't seem too bad. You know, it seems about what I would get with maybe you know it's half as much as a you know a, a PCB trace antenna, but it's much much smaller, right? That's the thing. It's a very small antenna. Okay, and I think that is going to be it. Okay. Indiana. All right, great. We got through everything. All right, well, have oh, a point. Oh, uh, whoop. Right in the, right before the finish line. Any idea of the power draw in deep sleep? It's going to be about 100 microamps. Okay. Which is kind of what the ESP32 S2 does in sleep. It's, it's oh. 70, 80, 100. One more question. And then, you know what? I have to remember, um, we're supposed to uh, do things like tell people like to buy stuff. Um, oh, let's, yeah. uh, <laughs> sale. Well, you know, if they want to. Um, how's the NRF52840 availability going forward? Do you know? I mean, Nordic only has one job, and that's to make sure that there's NRF52840s. Um, I know that, you know, their chips are used in, like, Apple AirTags and watches and stuff. So there is um, a, there's a lot of demand, but I think, I think it seems to be okay. Like, we've been able to get NRF52840s. It's, it's SAMDs and STMs that are, like, really challenging right now. All right, um, and then any plans for tricolor magtag? Can I use a three-color screen on mine? Um, yeah, you just swap it out. Yeah, you can we swap don't have it a out. Plan. We don't have a plan, but the reason why, it's a good reason, it takes a lot longer to refresh tricolor, and so the, your battery is on the entire time, and we didn't want to, um, we thought it would reduce the lifetime, because people want to have it on for, for a long time. So we decided to go with uh, grayscale, because it refreshes in like a second. Yeah. Okay. Reasons. I think I think that is it. Okay, great. Oh, someone said, what's the voice behind the camera? That's me. It's us. Hello. <laughs> Stop. That's the voice okay. behind the camera. Okay, that's the person behind the camera. Um, also the person who did the shipping today. Did some shipping, and then I did a bunch of stuff for you, and then I did a bunch of stuff for a bunch of different departments because I'm here to serve and help. That's my job. That's, That's true. the desk of Lady Ada. We'll be here all week during the week. We've got shows on, I think, starting well, back we up on. We have Wednesday. Yeah, for sure Wednesday is show and tell and, and ask an engineer. And then <laughs> no, Thursday, Pedro no, Pedro, I believe, are back. And, and I then think Scott's back, too. Scott's back, and then also... Uh, uh, JP, I think, is back towards the end of the week. People are going to be back, and they're going to yeah. go again, and they'll be back so again. So have a happy, safe, restful holiday, and uh, thank you, everyone. Oh, can you go to adafruit.com, Lamar? i got to remember. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so we have a sale going on right now, and uh, basically it's uh, fun to put stuff in your cart because um, 
you can get free stuff. Now, we only have a few more pink feathers left, so do you want yes. to go to slash free? Um, Adafruit.com slash yeah, free. Yeah, hold on. Was it so much stuff going on? Yeah, slash free. Okay. Okay. So you get a pink feather. But we're, we're running, running out. out. We're going to be out, out in like We were minutes. only going to do it for Friday, and we had enough to kind of yeah. get us through Saturday. Then, um, I, I have more PCBs on order, but it's like they're taking forever. So we're going to give away a black feather. Black feather. Um, like a crow. Um, ah. Go to adafruit.com and uh, check out the sale. Um, use the code ADATY. Thank you. To get 15% all items in stock. And you get all the freebies and a bunch of other Except stuff. Except gift certificates. Except gift certificates and, say, and whatever and things. And software. Yeah. Well, of course, that's, you know. That's but pretty much everything, like 99.9%. And we don't do back orders, so anything you order will, will, ship. will arrive. We actually have it. We do not take back orders. If it says it's in stock, it is literally in stock. Like, it's on a shelf in New York City. All right. Thank you so much, Jess. <laughs> Someone put a funny man behind the curtain uh, Wizard of Oz thing. Yeah, maybe it's There is like a that. green screen, so yeah. There is a green screen. This is the Emerald City. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. We'll see everybody next week. That is Desolate Bye, everybody.